Hi, I'm Princess Rara. And I'm Dara, the Electro Khaleesi. And this is Pink Kink, the podcast where we talk about the pretty, twisted side of kink. Today's episode is produced by our electrifying pink kinksters. Thank you, Jay, the ESW, Brianna Lynn, Daddy Jay, Fabe, Embers, Blossom, William P., Claire, Jam Today, Mr. N and Mrs. Jess, Mistress Good Girl, Lady Blooding, Primal Empress, Kaze, Clockwork Dork, Harley Gentleman, Roxy, Mistress Francesca, Naughty and Nice, Butte Pain, Manda Panda, Cat, Stefan, Brooklyn B, Shadow Phoenix, Serenity Deb, Robert, Ruby R, Christopher, Jess, Kilted Sir, Sam, Firegood and his good boy Grant, Schrodinger's Kink, May Cry Devil, Riot, MJ Stryker, Jay Swizz, All for Salami, Chakra, Fruit Liquor, Mistress Velma, Enchanted Sparrow, Blown Deuce, The Wombat, <gasps> Impact Hazard, and Twitch. Pink Kink runs off the generosity of our devoted patrons. As a patron, you will become a member of our special Discord server, receive some adorable Pink Kink stickers, as well as have access to a monthly behind-the-scenes podcast. In addition, our impactful and electrifying Pink Kingsters will get special audio and video episodes. And finally, patrons at our highest tier will be recognized as producers both here on the podcast and on our website. If you would like to become a patron, you can visit us at patreon.com slash pinkkinkpodcast or click the link at pinkkinkpodcast.com. I still have not talked about Fetball, which I'm so surprised because usually I can't get you to shut up about these things. Okay, but in fairness, we haven't recorded since Fetball. True. So now I get to talk about it. It was awesome. It was so it was crowded as shit. Let me tell you. That's good, though. It's always crowded. as shit. Did you hand out a lot of Pink Kink podcast cards? No, no, because you forgot to bring any, didn't you? No, I just brought your electrocalisi cards. cards. (laughs) Yeah. I told people about the podcast, though, but I didn't actually hand out any cards. May have had the stickers there, though. Mm -hmm. Come to think of it. I don't remember. Anyway, that's not the point of my story. My story is it was awesome. Did a lot of demoing. Everything is awesome. Everything is awesome when you're electroing people on the ass. You only electrode them on the ass? No, I electrode them everywhere. It was great. I was going to say. No, actually, so... There was a bit of a... Um, was there a brouhaha? A kerfuffle? A couple of them, actually. Ooh, all right, I'm sitting. You want, I'm ready. You want I want this? the tea. Spill you the want tea. Okay. Spill the tea. So during the headliner act, there was two different, like, holy shit kind of situations. Okay. And one of them, I actually had to get a DM. <gasps> Not a DM. Yes. It was Ooh. that big of an almost brouhaha. Like, I stopped it or I had that the DM That was a brouhaha. Ha, 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 No, it was actually kind of, like, almost scary. Ooh. It was not ha, ha, ha. It was like, huh. Yeah? You see the difference? I see the difference there. So tell me what okay. happened. Spill the so, tea. So we usually stop during doing our demos in when the headliner is going. And, like, I will climb onto my own table and just watch, which is great because I have a fantastic seat i stopped what i was doing and i had other people like not be on my table at the time and people next to me were like sitting and watching on the on the seats and we had a large amount of people come down from like there's a lot of floors where this place is so people came down and it was like massively crowded wall to wall butt to nut people 
And never heard that term before. I yes. think it's actually nut to butt, but I, you know, I switched Either it because that's what I yeah. do. But I mean, you like you are pressed. To and me, that's boob to back. Yeah, but nut to butt sounds funnier. It rhymes, so it works. It does, so it works better. So anyway, we were like pressed up against each other. And the only reason I wasn't pressed is because I had a table between me and the massive amount of people. There was a couple in front of my table and we had all our stuff on this table. Uh, so I have my, my the massage table and then we had like a side table to put all of our stuff on like a display and then we pick them up, use it, da 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 So this person was being pushed backwards and he was like leaning on the table with all the electro stuff on it. And I'm like going, oh, God, oh, God, oh, God, oh, God, this is going to be bad. Then he started this other couple started pushing forward and like butting up against this one couple who is leaning against the the table with all of our equipment. And it almost I mean, like they were getting hot. They were getting heated. They were getting like feisty. And I'm like, this is going to turn into an actual bitch fight with the men because they were being bitches. It's going to turn into an actual physical fight across my fucking equipment. Way to go. Sorry. I'm the one gesturing here. Sorry. Okay. I'm getting all animated. I am angry on your behalf. Thank you. Thank you for gesturing your anger. I am angry. You sound it. Mm-hmm. All right. Hold, hold on there, feisty pants. Sorry. <laughs> We're going to. So I had to flag down a DM to like get these to like step in and be like, yo, stop them. They're going to destroy our shit. That was the first one. Second one is... So I'm surprised you didn't just like turn your electric equipment on and electrify them. I was this close <laughs> to doing it to this other person, but she would have liked it. So anyway, with this guy, I should have. Um, but what he did to really piss me off was he put his... Um, he kept leaning on the table. And Daddy J even said something to him. He was like, hey, man, be careful. You know, there's a lot of stuff on here that's breakable. And the guy was like, yeah, man, it's fine. I'm just leaning a little bit. It's really crowded. He okay. dissed my daddy. Oh, see, I would, I, yeah, oh, mm-hmm. You are, you were much nicer than I would have been. Well, that was Daddy J. Then I stepped in. You don't lean against my table, period. End of story. So I'm looking at this guy and they're like, st- this is the same, same guy that was about to get into fight with somebody else for like, I don't know, pushing his woman or whatever. But it's like, seriously, we're nut to butt here, dude. Like, you're going to get pushed. This is why I don't go to fetball. If somebody picks their nose, you're going to get shoved, okay? Yeah. So- this Mental dude had the audacity to put his liquid drink, water, whatever the fuck it was, open cup on my table. Uh-oh. I take it away. That's when I lost it. Oh, yeah. I tapped him. I said, hey, excuse me, is that your is that your drink? And he goes, yeah. And I was like, electro equipment, you really shouldn't be putting your open cup on electric equipment. And he goes, oh, oh, yeah, okay, I'm sorry. And I was like, and it's really expensive, too, so I'd prefer not to have to make you pay for anything you broke. Again, much nicer than I would have been. Oh, I was trying really hard. I'm proud of you because you're usually not that nice. So good job. (sighs) I was holding back so much. I was like, just do it. You know know my my exploding tea kettle face? Yeah, I've seen it a lot. Right? In the last episode. Yeah. I I was making that face just kind of going, you need to move your ass off my shit. So... Next story, a couple minutes later, first of all, there was a couple on the wax bed, the wax um, table, mm-hmm. just going at it. Like he was nomming her, munching away, full on like, you know, I don't even know if this was allowed, but I mean, I was half enjoying the show and kind of going, are you, what are you doing? Like 
full on lunch and munch right there on the table. Yeah. You like you like my rhymes? <laughs> I yeah. Lo- I like this I like the um verbiage you're using here. Yeah. <laughs> but he had her thong pulled off to the side and was going to town. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I'm not quite sure that's allowed. And the wax guy, I don't know if he gave them permission or if they just thought this was something fun to do, but he kind of had this look on his face like, all right, if it was on my table, I would have shit bricks. So do you remember last year I was talking about this girl who was really, really drunk on my table and was climbing up on my table to get round two when my demo bottom was still on the table? Yes. And I was like, I remember no. That. And then I got a DM to get her off of. OK, she she returned. The return of the drunk girl. And she also was leaning, except this time it wasn't on my equipment table. It was on the, what do you call it? I'm losing verbiage. I know this is your story. She was leaning on the massage table that we were using or actual, you know, like demo station table. Except she was bare assed sitting on my table without asking for, it wasn't even my table. It was Bobby's table, but still it was like I was using it. So like she's bare ass sitting on this table. I'm like, you, you need to, don't do that. What are you doing? And she's like talking with the, with the wax guy because he was right next to me. And like, bitch actually climbed up over the wax station in heels, stepping on the seats and stuff on her way in these heels. I'm like, oh my God, no, she's no, drunk. No, she's going no. to knock shit over. That's, it's plugged in. It's hot wax. It's like. Now climbed over my case. (sighs) I was so furious. And I'm the second she got off, like moved away from my table, I grabbed like five Lysol wipes and started scrubbing the shit out of this table. I was so pissed. And people around me were looking and just kind of giggling, and I'm like, no, no, no. And I did one of those passive aggressive look at her and wipe at the same time, (gasps) scrubbing this table. I was Uh, like, I don't know where your ass has been tonight. The joys of demo topping. No fucking chuck people don't get it sanitary people be sanitary and non-sanitary people stay home yeah don't don't <laughs> come anyway don't come anywhere if you're not sanitary please you don't i don't want your, i don't want your nasty shit on a table okay i put a chuck down and i clean the shit out of it between people yeah i ain't messing around anyway so those are my football stories most of it was really awesome our friend, uh, our friend Mo came and I got to like zap her nipples and it was really, really fun. A lot of people from our munch were there. It was great. It was great fun. Those two people pissed me. Yeah, it is. So in case you haven't figured it out, today's episode is all about demo topping. Oh, I thought I was just going off because uh, you, I hadn't talked about it yet. You can do both. Okay. It, it actually works because your story is about your experiences demo topping. It was great. Which is... I thought an important topic because not enough people really understand about demo topping and the ability to go to events and try out different kinks with experts. Kinks that you don't know whether you like or don't like and you don't want to necessarily spend the money to buy the equipment in case you don't like this kink. And it's recommended you don't. You don't want to spend all that money because I actually had that once. Uh, there was this couple who wanted to buy an electro kit because he knew he liked electro. She just didn't know if she did. So I was like, okay, instead of spending the money on an on equipment and a lesson, how about you just come over and assist me with a session and we'll play with him and see how you feel about it. She did not like it. 
She did not like the sensation. Wow. So there, there's a few of us out there on this mm-hmm. planet who are not the electro sluts. I think you guys are so weird, but you know. It was fun, though. She helped me play with him, but she wouldn't. She didn't like actually using the equipment. She didn't like the feeling of it. And that's a big rule. You have to be able to feel the equipment. Feel what it feels like, right? Oh, so he was the one who was bottoming. Yes. Gotcha. And she, because, you know, we have this thing where you test each level before you put it on the bottom. And you have to put it on your arm or something in order to test it. Because you don't want to accidentally jack it up too high and then put it on the bottom. That'd be bad. So... Yeah, I mean, it's way better to test things with demo tops first. Right. So Dara does demo topping for Electro Mm -hmm. at Fetball and Risqué. I'm working on Dungeon 101. I have a couple contacts. I have a contact. Right. Um, I currently do demo topping for Impact and occasionally Staples for a venue called Fantasy House, which is a swinger slash kink venue yep. trying to introduce kink to, to more swingers and i would go to that i really would but my god the drive is batshit for, for you, me for you yeah it is i'm like 45 okay. extra minutes away from it than rara right so let's let's define exactly what a demo top is right demo is short for the word demonstration yes and basically as a demo top we do what we love to do with people we don't know. <laughs> Who, Fair, yeah, the long and short of it. Ways, yeah, but basically for, for the different venues that we work at, we are almost the hired help. We don't get paid. We do, this, we do this out of love. But our purpose, our sole purpose there is to top for these scenes. We do not say no to anybody unless there's a physical reason, right? Like, there, I know people who will be like, well, I only top women or I only top men. Well, then you don't get to be a demo top because you don't get to do that. There is a person I know that ex- uh, that is a demo top for something and they exclude one category of people. Like, I get it. You've got a trigger, but you probably shouldn't be demo topping then. Yeah, they shouldn't be. I, everybody I know who hosts events and brings in demo tops talks about the fact that they've turned people away who've applied to be demo tops because they won't top a particular group yeah, of people. Yeah, I, I, then you probably shouldn't be doing right? demos. You need to be able to, as a demo top, say yes to men, say yes to women, say yes to non-binary, say yes to trans, say yes to whites, blacks, browns, any and every Rainbow color. Rainbow colored people, right? magentas. Okay. The only reason I would ever say no to somebody for impact is if they're inebriated and can't consent. And I have said no to to doing drunk people right that's the only reason i would ever tell somebody no in fact i just told that story last year i had her removed yeah um i love going to events where there's demo tops and then bottom because it gives me the chance to try things that either a i've never done before which at this point is very little (laughs) or b things that i love but for different reasons can't get like like the vac bed right Mm -hmm. i don't know anybody anymore we used to have um my ex-girlfriend had a vac cube and it was in my dungeon and we could do events like that but now there's nobody in my group that does the vac beds so to be able to go to this event where there's somebody who demo tops for it and get to try it could we make one um they're extremely expensive i know the person who makes them and they are several hundred dollars okay and 
you, my love, can't do them because they're usually made with latex. I know. Though I have somebody who's working on finding out how to make one without latex because she knew somebody in her old community who'd made one that was not latex. Really? So she's working on it. Can we get that one? She's working on it specifically for you. Really? Yeah. Wait, like me or like me, 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 or people with latex allergies? You, 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 you. She both listens and has met you. The other thing that I love finding a demo top for is needles because we don't have anybody. My needle top has sort of moved away from needles. And so now I had to find a new new needle top and I was very lucky to find one at Risque. I just recently did another scene with them. Dara missed it, which worked out perfectly because it was it included <laughs> two of her absolute favorite things in the entire planet, blood and spiders. Uh, what? I did a suture scene with my with my sharps top and she sutured using black black stitching, made a spider web on my boob, and then we hung a plastic spider from it. Uh-huh. If you follow me on FetLife, I do have a picture posted. Um, My nipple is showing, so I can't figure out how to post it on any other social media. But it is on Fet. Oh, my God. It was amazing. Like, it was beautiful. And I'm very... That word does not go with spiders. Oh, I got so many compliments. I know. And what's really cool is, again... Because the demo top knows me and knows my skills and ability and knows I have a suture kit at home. Because doesn't everybody, right? I get to wear them home, the sutures. I don't have to take them out because it's a lot of work. This one was a lot of work. Like I booked two of her demo slots to, in order to be able to do all this. And I didn't want to spend all that, like an hour putting this together and then having to take it off right immediately. So I wore it home and then I, I undo it when I get home. I still have. It's been how long? I still have the marks on my boob. Don't show me. Okay. Just keep your shirt on. Don't. I'm going to keep my shirt on. So you know that face that you make? <laughs> you remember you remember the TikTok? We just talked about it a little while ago where it's like, this is my face when Dara talks about Electro. And I said, yeah. that's my face when you talk about impact. Do you see the horror stricken look <laughs> on my face right now? Yeah, I do. <sighs> it's part of why I love talking about it. Because I love that face. It's one of my favorite faces you make. How about this face? Remember, sadist, emotional masochist. All right. (laughs) I didn't consent to spiders being part of my emotional masochism, okay? It's not a real spider. Don't care. It's actually, I think it was like a spider eraser type thing. Okay. Like (laughs) like just a little circular eraser with a spider drawn on it. Okay, maybe that's cute. It was cute. Was it pink? No. Oh, should have been pink. Sorry. Um, But... That's why I love being able, I wouldn't have had the opportunity to do a scene like that if it weren't for demo tops. I'm still, I know. I, All right, then I'll just keep going. You're speechless, so I'll just keep talking. You know I can do that. I pictured it. I'll show you a picture. No, I don't want to see a picture. The one in my head is just enough. You Listen, you cannot gouge out your mind's eye. It's, it, it's beautiful. I it is don't. so fucking cool and amazing i had i had a lot of a lot of stitches basically is what it came down to Mm-mm. 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 which is really fun because do you know i've never had stitches for an injury but i've had stitches for fun 
And I've I'm, had way I'm, too many stitches and, for an injury. I'm different than your average person. I've had way too many. Yeah. Um, the different types of demo stations that you most likely will see at events are your electro, your impact, your wax, fire, rope, needles, vac bed. I've seen um, foot worship stations. Uh-huh. I've seen boot black stations. Um, I went to an event where there was a guy with a foot fetish who was giving out pedicures. Oh, that sounds like fun. Right? I would have totally done that. Um, are, have you seen other different kinds? Yeah, I've seen wrestling stations. Ooh, yes. I've seen, um, it's been a while. Uh, my friend Epic Level Rogue used to do that pre-pandemic where he had um, a wrestling slash rough body play demo station at Risque. Mm-hmm. That was, um, so those are like, Knife I play. Think, I've seen knife play. Yes, knife play. Tickling. That tickling station? Uh-huh. Huh. All right. That is definitely not something I would do. To me, tickling is torture. Uh, and I'm not ticklish, so it tortures them. Yeah, no, I don't like it. I can't even get pedicures. That is sad. Yeah, no, every time I do, I like jerk my legs so hard they get mad at me. So I, I can't. I don't do it anymore. I am so sorry. Daddy J tries to rub my feet and I just start like, this man has this new obsession with my, with to- literally torturing me with my feet. He, I like him. Yeah, I know. He will pick up my foot and like, oh, honey, you've had a bad day. Let me, let me rub your feet, baby. And then he goes and he says, I'm going to play with the piggies. I'm like, don't play with the piggies. And he goes, this little piggy. And he'll start tickling my toes. I'm like, fucking don't get like, get off my piggies. And yesterday the puppy managed to jump on the bed which she was not allowed to do jumps on the bed and i was like taking a nap and she immediately went for my feet and started biting my toes like a little gremlin i love her and he goes oh yeah get mommy's piggies get them and i was like get off um demo top scenes differ from your regular standard scenes oh yeah okay so for example what we will offer there are things that I will do during my regular impact scenes with my bottoms that I don't offer during the demo top scenes because Those. one, the scene is not going to last as long. And I don't know these people well enough to know what they can and can't handle. And I want, it's more of a lighthearted type of an impact scene. So even when I'm packing my toys to bring with me to demo top, I don't pack huge amounts of toys. I just pack some of my toys. So for me, since mine aren't all the way out on display all the time, they're just in the case all the time. And I take them out for like sessions and stuff and people coming over. I take the whole damn thing. Minus a few of the more specialized things. So like I will not bring my TENS units. I will not do I don't bring any of the anal play stuff. Um, some of the bigger items like the baseball bat is like really hard to transport back and forth sometimes. So a lot of times I'll leave that. Um, the Christmas lights, I don't bring those with me all the time. Or in the Hanukkah tinsel, I don't bring that with me everywhere either. So like there's a few items that I will hold back. And as far as, um, what your how, how, what you offer during the scene versus your regular scenes, are there differences for you? Well, yeah, one, um, usually a scene at my house is like an hour or so or longer, depending on what we negotiate. And my scenes for demoing are maybe 20 minutes. 
I usually cut it off at the 15 to 17 mark so that I have time to like clean for the next person. But um, they're marked as 20 minute increments. So not as much of a, what's the word I'm looking for? I, I, I can't use as many implements in 20 minutes as I would in an hour during an hour. Yeah. Duh. I can't, I don't know what I'm, how I'm trying to describe this. It's even if I do use a lot of them, I will do them more quickly. So they don't. And I tr- also I try really, really hard not to get them to like go down into subspace. I'll do I'll be lighthearted. I'll be silly with it. I'll poke them. I'll talk with them the whole time. I will keep them alert. Rather than. My dominant type style, which is like, yeah, I'm going to sink you down into subspace and get you mm-hmm. get you going. And I don't do I don't dom when I'm demoing. Yeah. Uh, how do negotiations differ? It's like three questions as opposed to 15. Literally. My three questions. Have you done, or it's a little bit more than three. Have you done impact before? Or have you done impact? Have you done electro before? <laughs> yes. What did you like? That? Okay, great. Are you pregnant? Do you have any metal inside your body? Do you have any medical conditions? No? Great. Get on. Yeah, my negotiations are much more simple because, again, similar to you, I don't want them going into deep subspace. I just, I don't have the time to get them back out of it. I don't have um, the ability to, you know, like the last time I had somebody go in deep subspace, they took two steps away from the equipment and lay down on the floor. Yeah. Right on the wood. Like right there, which meant I couldn't use the equipment for any other scenes Mm -hmm. because they were right there and it would have been, what's the word? It would be irresponsible for me to move them. Yes. At that point, the way he was acting... You could not move him anyway. Yeah. So I can't have that happen in a demo situation because I got people in line. I got people signed up. They want to do it. And if I have somebody laying on the floor right in front of the equipment, making the equipment unusable, we got a problem. There was one exception to that. I regularly had this person go into subspace, but it wasn't at a club demo. It was at a party. Mm -hmm. And this person, every time they got touched with a piece of electro equipment, anything, any zap, they would go instantly into subspace because they're a big giant electro slut. So, but I try not to do that at a club. At a party, it's a little bit different. That's fine. But this person, there was no stopping them. Right. And even when I'm at party and I will do scenes with friends that I seen with regularly. And one of the reasons I do that is, again, because I'm at an event that is is also a swinger event. Right. So I kind of get my friends to bottom for me to start the evening so that other people can get interested and see what's happening. So you have demo bottoms? I do. I do have demo bottoms. I do too. Um, And so I will do a similar scene to what I do with them at just a party. Mm Mm-hmm. But the reason I chose them is because they don't go into deep subspace. So I can yes. finish the scene and send them on their merry little way without them being deep in subspace. So cute story about my demo bottom. This yeah. year for Fetball, I invited somebody from Risque, uh, Persephone. I invited her to be my demo bottom. Except she kind of gave it to our friend Mo instead. And was like, wait, what? Why are you guys like, like right in front of me? Because Mo was like, I really, 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 really want to do electro. And she and Persephone is like, well, what would you give me 
to be first, to go before me. And it worked out to being like a drink and something else. <laughs> but like, I was like, really? So your services were sold for a drink? Yes. I was like, really? <laughs> All right. So I did it. I I did what I did. And then um, Persephone got on the table a little bit later. But like, I was like, really? You, you just like sold your, this is why I got you into this. You got a free fucking ticket to be my demo and you sold it for a drink. Pretty much. All right. Another huge difference is aftercare. Oh, my God. Okay. Massive. I don't offer it for demos. When I'm working in a regular scene, uh, it's not so much that I offer it. I ask if you need it. And if you need it, I will make sure you have it, whether it's me giving you the aftercare or somebody else. But for demos... There's no, there, aftercare is not an option. There's no time. Right? Because we just got to keep going on to the next, on to the next, on to the next. Like I said. It's an I've assembly got, line. I've got three minutes in between. And that's because I cut the person off ahead of time. My eyes are on that clock. Let me tell you. You have to clean the equipment. You have to make sure everything is set. Yep. You have to throw away the chuck, which sometimes if there's not a trash can around, you got to like haul ass across people and then come back. Right. You don't have time. Yep. After each person, I'm usually on a St. Andrew's cross is usually where I do. So I've got to clean down the St. Andrew's cross. I've got to clean down all my toys. Maybe I would like a glass of water to stretch my arms out because when I've done six, seven, eight impact scenes, my arm is sore. Um, yeah. My arm usually burns after six or seven scenes <laughs> because I'm constantly oh testing. Oh my God, I'm getting better. I used to start burning after scene four. I'm now not burning until after scene seven. Oh, no, so no, no. I'm, progress is being made. Literal electrical burns. Oh, no, yeah. No, I'm talking about my shoulders just, I come home the next day and I'm like walking lopsided because yeah, yeah. my arm is just dead. My left arm usually has electrical oh. burns on it for like two or three days after risque. Yeah. Um, and it just, it, I, I try to make sure that they do have somebody, but that somebody will never, ever, never, ever, never, never be me. <laughs> yeah. I just, my only, I just keep repeating this. There's no fucking time. Yeah. Which leads into the next difference is the time of the scene. When I am doing impact at a party, there is zero time limit on the scene. We go until either my top is done and my bottom is done or my arm is done. Yeah. Whichever one comes first. Whichever one comes first. Can I, can I go back really quick to what we offer? Yeah. At a party. Yep. Or at my house. Again, no time. Well, my house sometimes has a time limit, but it depends on what it's for. Um, when it's at a party or at my house, it's definitely more sexual. That's what it's for. It's more private at a, than at a club. I will touch you in different spots, some of them very private at the club, but it's after negotiation. It's after a whole lot of stuff. You know, it's always negotiated. But at my house or at a party, I'll sit, I'll take the time and I'll make you come. It's like, my my little electro pen, mm-hmm. the acupuncture pen. Yep, Mister Mister Irrelevance girlfriend, his sub. Mm-hmm. I've done it to her plenty of times, like t- probably two or three times at different parties. I don't think she's a sub. I think just girlfriend. Oh, I thought she was a sub. No. Oh well, whatever. His girlfriend, two or three times, and a couple of other people, and like at my house sometimes, sometimes. But it just I will never ever do that at a demo as a demo top right so why should you go to a demo top because it's fun it's fun we're awesome we are we put on a really good show it gives you a chance to play with somebody that you might not otherwise have played with 
I didn't know we were giving legit answers. I'm sorry. We're, we're, uh, this is a serious podcast. But where what? We, yeah. Where we give serious information. What podcast are you recording? Because I'm recording Pink Kink where we give funny shit. Yeah, that one too. I didn't know we were. Did we change? No. Because my favorite thing ever is when people tell me that they're like having a conversation with us and talking to us in their car. Oh, oh God, have I got some funny tea for you. Oh, yeah. Okay, I'm sorry. Derailing 100%. Yeah, so not like us. Yes. No, not at all. Again, we're recording a different podcast apparently. Right. <laughs> um, DP struck again. Oh, no. Our girl Daddy's Princess was talking on the phone with me while we were driving. And I said, okay, wait, I got to go. I don't know what I was doing. Picking up the dog. I said, I'll call you back or something in That's a minute. So cute. You actually talk on the phone. Like I hardly talk on phones to anybody anymore. I you just, just text. text. Just text. Well, because like when I'm driving, we both do this to each other. We'll call each other because like I'm driving. I'm bored. Entertain oh, me. Okay, That's cool. when I catch up on all my other podcasts. Well, we'll also do it while we're both cooking dinner. I mean, you, it's it's her or it's something on TV. Like this is our this is our thing now. So I we were talking, entertaining, you know, and I had to go for a minute, hang up. And apparently a little while, like a couple hours after that, she messaged me and she says, hey, look, I thought you didn't hang up the phone because as soon as you hung up, the podcast came on and apparently was on a spot that I was talking. And she thought you're still talking she to the thought, phone. She thought I didn't hang up and I was still talking and she started <laughs> answering me. And couldn't understand why you're not answering back. Right. And she's like, wait, what? She's like, Dara, you're still talking. You didn't hang up the phone. And of course, I didn't answer her. And then you came on. And she goes, oh, my God, it's the podcast. <laughs> she had no idea until you started talking. And she's like, wait, I wasn't talking to Rot Rock. Is Ra Ra with Dara? Oh my God, it's the podcast. Well, that's really confusing because it could have been possible I was over at your house. Well, then we probably wouldn't have been talking about podcast stuff, but it was like, I don't, I think it was last week's episode. Wait, no, time because we're whatever. Yeah. whatever episode the fuck it was. But yeah, I almost peed my pants when she told me that. Oh my God, that's funny. Okay, so what were we talking okay, about sorry. before? Um, You get a chance to play with people you wouldn't otherwise have gotten a chance to play with. Yeah, that, because serious podcasts. Because you don't know, most of the time, you don't know these people. You just know them as demo tops at your dungeon, at the event you're at. Which have been vetted by the place. Yeah, that's the thing. If you trust the hosts of the event, then you would trust the people that they vetted. Right. And look, there's always a caveat because there's always exceptions. Not everybody vets their demo tops. You don't want to go to an event where they haven't vetted their demo tops. I can assure you the events that that we demo at, the events that we go to, have all vetted their their demo tops. I know from, Dar and I are in a Discord server with a bunch of organizers. Yeah. I don't know how much Dar pays attention because she doesn't. Uh, But I'm in 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 there regularly. And they often talk about, hey, can you help me vet this person? They want to be a demo top at my event. Yep. Right? So that's what should be happening. So if you trust the event, the venue you're at, you tr- you know that the people they picked were good people. And here's the other thing, too, is if there is ever a problem with the demo top, you need to, it is your responsibility to let the hosts know. If you don't tell them, that's on you. 
that because they can't watch everything. I've watched at the events we've been at, the hosts walk around and around. They check in. Everything good? Everything fine? But, you know, they've got a bunch of different people that they have to check in with and they may miss something. So if you've had a problem and you don't let them know. Yeah. I mean, I've done that. I've reached out to hosts and said, hey, listen, heads up with your demo top. I'll say they did this, this, this right. This, this, this wrong. I remember that. I was the you intermediary for yeah. that one. Yeah. So it you, you need to mention that. And honestly, like for me, if I'm not doing something right, I want somebody to tell me because I want the opportunity to fix it. Oh, and if yeah. you don't feel comfortable telling me directly, then go through the hosts and they'll tell me. And if you want to remain anonymous too, I mean, that's totally fine. Right. Rara has no problem being unanonymous. Well, yeah. to the host. She didn't want the I did person. want the person to feel bad because they there were a lot of things they did right. And I didn't get, you know, when you play long enough, you play with people who will get something wrong because we're human. All right. Some people get something wrong because they're human and oops, they made a mistake and they want to fix it and do better. Some people you'll play with and you're like, oh, you did something wrong. And their attitude is, no, I didn't. The problem's you. Yep. I didn't do anything wrong. Right. And you will learn the difference. You will be able to tell the intent when they get something wrong. And if, so, and if you can sense that the intent behind what they did wrong was a mistake, they just didn't know any better, let them know so they can fix it. If the intent is a little more evil, then evil? you never play with them again. E evil? If they think that they can possibly do anything wrong, you are the wrong person. They're going to continue to do whatever the fuck they want. I kind of list that under the evil category. I list that under asshole. I, I listed under evil. I think if you're I think if you're an asshole in this life style doing things that could potentially hurt people, you're evil. OK, I'll just, take it. Just my personal opinion on that, because remember, we have opinions. We do have a lot of opinions. I mean, mine are almost always right. But yeah, we have opinions. OK, listen, <laughs> agree to disagree. <laughs> there is one thing that we will both die on this hill. And I genuinely think your opinion is wrong. And which one is that? There's so many of them. No, no, no. Oh. We we disagree oh. on stuff because we have a lot of... But there is only one that I will die on the hill where I think your opinion is dead wrong. And that is? You sure you want me to say it? I don't know. I'm afraid to. But yes, I am a masochist, so... Okay, well, you asked for it. Oh, shit. <laughs> First of all, it's two of them. Oh, now, now we're up to two. We were at one, now we're up to two. Well, because I thought I'd add a funny. Okay. The first one is snakes are really cute. Get over it. Really? There are people who feel that way about spiders. You getting over that? No, they're then crazy. Then why do I have to get over snakes? <laughs> I don't understand the hypocrisy in that statement. Because <laughs> I can. Um, no, legit though, it is the um, unless, okay, so what, what is it, the consent one where I say ex, you have to expressly give consent for each oh, thing? we don't disagree in it. I think the preferred and better way is assume no unless I've said yes. But I just don't get as upset as you do if something is done that I did not say no to. That's the only difference. I, I agree the preferred, the better, the best practices. Best practices is absolutely assume no unless told yes. Unless expressly said yes. Right? I just feel that there's some gray areas where I will not be as upset as you are. No, I'll just get the fury. It's, you know, I'll right. Just, it, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. So and the other thing is, like, here's my question. 
what if the host of the thing doesn't have as stellar of a rep? I talked about this last night when I did, taught my dungeon class. You know, we always talk about vetting. Vet your partner, vet your partner, vet your partner. Vet your fucking hosts just as much. Vet your partners, vet your hosts, vet your educators, vet any and everybody who is going to, to dare I use humor here, impact huh. your kink experience. Shocking. Right? Haha. <laughs> you got that and you feel better now? Yes. Okay, good. I'm glad. Hey, but- you got to do an impact joke. I get to do a, sh- a- Mine wasn't necessarily intentional. I just didn't know a better word to use. (laughs) Participate. Effect. Effect. Yeah, effect works. There we go. No, impact works. Vet your hosts. Like, for instance, at Crucible, right? You might say, hey, well, Crucible's vetted. I know Crucible's a good place. But at the events at Crucible are usually run by other people. And they're not run by the Crucible people. There's actual hosts. Risqué has a different host than Brews which has a different host. Than Glow. Than Glow, which has a different host than... Um, blush and Bruise are the same person, right? Blush and Bruise are the same person, okay. yes. But uh, 101, completely different. Right? So, yes, I can vet and say Crucible's a good place, but that doesn't necessarily mean the hosts of the event who runs that event, and they're the ones. Crucible's not the ones who necessarily picks the demo tops. I know they don't pick the demo tops for Risqué. That's picked by the Risqué host. Right? So vet your fucking hosts, people. Because sadly, I, I, I mean, this is the reality of what we do. Not everybody's a good person. Nope. I'm sorry. I wish we could assume that everybody was. Not everybody's good intentions. However, I will say that just about every host that I've ever worked for is really receptive when people say, hey, that person, no, no. Yep. Very, very good about that. And you got to give a reason why. You can't just say, I didn't like them. Mm-hmm. I didn't like their demo. Like, give a, give a reason. Why didn't you like the demo? Right. Why was it a problem? So Rara's problem with the person that she mentioned earlier wasn't that they were bad. It wasn't that they were did something non-consensual. No, not at all. And I actually made that crystal clear to the event host. I said, that person completely did everything right, 100% right is for consent. And they 100 did everything completely right as far as safe words go. And, and not even, I, uh, some of the time I didn't even use the safe word. I just said, hey, don't do that. Mm-hmm. And they absolutely stopped doing that. Their issue was they just needed some, a little more education in certain areas. Right, which is fine. But like the hosts are going to be super receptive to like, if there's a problem with a demo top, and there's like a they did something bad with consent. They're gone. It's their it's their reputation too, right? If I mean I I don't necessarily have demo tops at my events unless you count Dara as my demo top. But it's I'm, not so much that she's my demo top. I just know she loves doing that. Yeah, I'm one of the only. Yeah, no, that's just me doing a scene at a party, like a lot of scenes. Well, it's me. So I mean, I tell people, I'm like, well, Dara will be there doing electro if you want to try that. I mean, I push it because I also know your your kink for newbies. And to try to turn everybody into electro slush. She does give me a lot of newbies. I, I am her supplier. I was going to say, so, what, does that make you a, like... I'm, I'm your supplier. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. <laughs> is, that a, is that a new title for yes. your... I'll add that to my, my list on my t-shirt. I need a dress soon. <laughs> well, isn't it an apron now? I don't know what it is, but it's, it's going to have car. to be long. No, that's... The apron in the car is still in there? That's for my... I'm your emotional support extrovert. Oh, yeah, that's right. I still have to make that one. That's what that is. Yeah, we're gonna have to we're gonna have to do that when I have some time off and you come over. Yeah, but demo tops is the perfect opportunity to try something new. 
Like the first time I did sutures was with a demo top because I wanted to try them. I didn't know anybody else who did them. I mean, I bought this kit so I could learn how to top for it, but now I'm happy. But then I realized, what's the point of learning to top? I don't know that anybody in our group will bottom for You're me. the only one. That's not true. Naughty and nice. I think I can convince them. I, I probably could convince her to, to bottom for me, but I'm not anywhere near ready. So far, I've only done sutures on a banana and I didn't do it very well. Thank God the <laughs> banana didn't complain. Did the banana to, consent? To, banana totally consented. Did it really? Yeah, it really it, did. It wasn't physically capable of saying yes. It saw the appeal of participating. Oh. Shit. Walked right into that, didn't I? No. And she's off. You know your face is turning pink, right? I was pretty proud of myself with that one. Oh my God. Did you plan that or did you just no. come up with it on the spot? Just, all of a sudden I went, oh, I've got the answer. Oh <laughs> starting to sound like Daddy J. I'm, I'll eat a banana and he goes, do you find that appealing? Like, it's like, God, your dad jokes are out of control, man. I kept the stupid fucking banana for forever until it turned really gross and I finally had to throw it out. Ew! I was so proud of my sutures. I'm not very good at it, so I need to practice a hell of a lot more. Well, you're going to need some more consenting bananas. <laughs> well, I don't, need to, I don't need to make a banana help me anymore because in my suture kit is practice. I don't even know what to call it. Practice skin? Okay. <laughs> but I would do that first, get really good at it, and next step would do it would be to suture myself. Okay, there, Buffalo before Bill. Before I would ever start suturing anybody else. And if you don't get that reference, shame on you. Which one, mine? The Buffalo Bill. Yeah. yeah. No, of course you have to get that. Jesus. Shame on you. If you it's a don't skin reference for goodness yes. sakes. Anyway, I almost said Dolmer because that one's more popular, but he didn't actually skin. So Buffalo Bill. He didn't. No, he body he sex and body parts just not skin i i never knew level of detail with well, these watch people. the show it's added to my repertoire but i've got so many other shows that you keep telling me i need to watch there's so many good ones and love is blind has come back so that i need to watch it's my guilty pleasure i well you know what mine is 90 day fiance so oh see i've never watched those but those yeah. are actually really funny love is blind Anytime you feel bad about your life, you just watch some of these shows and go, okay, I'm at least not that person. I One I will never in a million fucking years watch those is the Kardashians. I never did watch those either. Though I have to admit, if I had been the right age, if this had come out when I was in my 20s, I totally would have done a show like Love is Blind or The Bachelor. Oh, really? Or oh, yeah. I've never totally actually done. watched The Bachelor. I used to watch it, but the problem is, is I got older and the contestants didn't. <laughs> There's a good one. Let's do a Silver Fox uh, uh, version. They tried doing one with people in their 30s. Oh, really? And that didn't get the views as the people in their 20s. Because people in their 20s are more likely to do stupid shit you know than what? people in their 30s. No, I got it. Do oh. one on TikTok. That's somebody's new somebody's new shtick. What? The Bachelor, but with like this really old hot dom. We have a couple of those on there. Well, you know who would be really good? There's a couple of like gray-haired 70-something-year-old women that are like showing up oh my and God, wearing these those. outfits yes. that are just like fucking sick. I know. I can't wear those outfits because I don't have their bodies, but I want, I like, 
I'm living vicariously with them because that's the the life I want to have when I'm 70. Oh my God. The first one I ever saw I sent to you and I went, hey, look, rah-rah in like 20 years. Yeah. I just can't be that thin because I've got boobs. Yeah, no, but they look Notice none of them have sick. boobs my size. Because you yeah. can either be boobalicious or thin. And I, I, I apparently went the boobalicious route. Yeah. What's that joke that you made? You, uh, you went through the boob line twice. Twice and I missed the ass line. <laughs> Talk about your stereotypical white girl ass. That's what I have. <laughs> Trust me, traveling cross country sitting that many hours is uncomfortable when you don't have padding back there. I got Hispanic booty. I'm good. Yeah. You could sit for long hours. I, yeah. Look. I can't. I mean, my, the problem is my knees, not my ass. I don't have knees so, anymore. Uh, you get to try new kinks. I'm going to try to bring it back. Oh, you yeah. You get to try new kinks with demo tops because there's no investment for you. You don't have to buy the equipment. You don't have to try things out. You just get to go to somebody who's already an expert. That's really weird to think about. What? I'm an expert. Uh, you have a fucking podcast. I, it's. Okay, yeah, that also is still weird. It's been, what, a year and a half and still, I'm like, uh, I'm what? Yeah. Oh. Y- you are, listen, even experts are still learning and growing. Oh, all the time. Right? All the time. It's just a weird thing to think about that I am an expert. Like, at work the other day, I realized that I was the most senior person in the room, and I went, oh, shit. Yeah, that's my life story. I'm usually the most senior person in the room. <laughs> I meant as but- far as, like... <laughs> Being on the job and having to run the meeting, I went, oh, God, that's me. Oh, oh I thought you were just meant I'm just usually the oldest. No. Well, that too. I was actually the oldest person in the room. But like as far as like work seniority, I was like, oh, oh, shit. So like now going, oh, I'm, a, I'm an expert in this in kink. I'm like, oh, shit. Same reaction. Like, I don't want to. I don't. This is why I'm the sidekick. I don't want to be in charge of shit. She doesn't. She really doesn't. I really don't. I don't. Every time I, every time I put her in charge of something, it doesn't happen. That's like, not like, true. Just as we discovered in the last episode where she go. Oh, not even the last episode. This was with the, with the, um, the patron, patron thing, episode where she was like, Rara, whatever happened to this idea? And I just looked at her and I said, you were in charge of it. That's it. I quit. Yeah, no, you don't. I was trying to walk away. You have to get up. That's more energy than you've oh, got no, right now. Oh, no, I can't do that right now. I don't have knees. I told you. But yeah, she's like, she goes, whatever happened to this idea? Dara, you were in charge of this idea. That's what happened to it. So nothing did. Nothing happened. Once and again. And she just looked at me. She goes, oh, yeah, that's right. We have established. This is why I am not the head person on this or do any form of social media or mostly any research either. <laughs> because it wouldn't get done. Because I have no patience for it whatsoever. Somebody asked me, they're like, so you do all these notes and, and like, does Dara look over the notes and stuff? I said, no. <laughs> I'm lucky if she opens them before recording. I didn't today. <laughs> hey, there was that one time you told me not to. Well, yeah, that was the one where the notes were just rara, dara, dara, rara, Yeah, no, and then, <laughs> and then I opened it on air and I'm like, what the fuck does this mean? I just listened to that episode the other day, and it was so funny. It's really good. You're like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> I was so confused. <laughs> <laughs> All right, oh, Dar, ready? Ready? Is ready? It, my t- it doesn't say Dar, though. No, it doesn't. But I'm going to ask you an important question. Oh, shit. Okay. Why do you love 
being a demo top. Oh my God. I'm assuming you love it because you keep doing it. Well, yeah. And I keep okay. wanting to do more of it. But like, oh my God, are you kidding me? Do you know me? I do. I don't know if they know you. Really? Could and- you answer the question? If all you do is say that, then this episode's over. Well, honestly, if they've listened to any episodes, they know my answer to this. Remember, some people no. don't listen no. in order and they start with this one and go, wow, I really love this episode and go back and listen. But instead, what they're going to get is, Dara, why do you love this? Really? Do you not know me? And that ends it. And they're going to go, well, that's a crappy episode. I'm not listening to anything else they have. Don't do that to people. Okay. Those people need to hurry their asses up and go back to episode one and keep listening straight. And you can't listen to this episode until you've listened to all the other ones. And good luck because this is like episode 90. (laughs) I ran out. They're scared of you. Go. Anyway. For those of you that do know me, you already know the answer to this. Those of you that don't know me, it's because I fucking love newbies. Okay, but why? Why do I love newbies? I ask the question. You give the answer. Okay. Wow. <laughs> Harsh. Um, <laughs> no, I, I love teaching people about it. I love teaching people about kink in general. Back in the day before pre-electro, I was on panels for discussing kink and the different aspects of it. I did... um. I actually was on a panel for uh, C- CGL. Help. CGL? Yeah. yeah. Is that it? Okay. Words My, are hard. Well, back then it was DDLG. Yes. That was it. That was, there was more no. inclusive Right. Well, We've there, learned. This was like 12 years ago. There was no inclusivity at that point. I love teaching people about it. I love the feeling that I get when somebody's brain just goes, oh. And they have that reaction. They're like, I like this. Yes, yes. Have more. Have more. Do the thing. Let's do Let's do more stuff. And they're like, oh, I like. I really like this. Can I do more? Yes, yes, you can. You can do more. I love watching people do that. I love the realization that, yes, I helped this person realize something. I love it when I've got electricians go, nope, I'm never going to do that. I've been zapped way too many times. You have not been this kind of zapped, sweetie. It's a totally different it's a very different kind of zappy zap. And I like it when people, <sighs> I don't and I do. I like when people say stupid shit and then I get to correct them. Okay. I like that too. So. I like being right a lot. I, the, I admit that freely. Yes. I like being right a lot. I I like. The, you like it this, too. Come this, on. Yeah. No, I love it. This is my Dom speaking. I like the power. I love the power. Huge power trip. Huge top space. Every single time. Every single demo month or whatever that I do. And in a couple of them I got to do too. Yeah, no, I, huge top headspace. High as fuck. Watching the joy on people's faces when they fall in love with your kink. That's about sums it up. Everything I just said, that was that right there, right? right? Yeah. The, the, the excitement, the love. Um, I'm very, I have all the same for me too. And I love busting their bad ideas about our kink, the myths that they have. I mean, with me with impact, probably sounds similar to what you have with the electricians. I would, I'm curious, but like, I don't do pain. And so I I probably can't do this. It's like, yeah, you can. I did it. You absolutely can. I've, I've loved seeing when they're like at the end of it going, oh my God, that didn't hurt at all. Mm-hmm. And I love that. I'm like, yeah, impact doesn't have to hurt. I know it sounds like it should impact. Right. Right. 
But impact is just a, basically a type of sensation play, and you get to choose the level of sensation. The intensity. And like Electro 2, you get to choose the level of intensity. I can make it sound, I can make it feel soft, a little bit scratchy. You know that feeling when you get your back yeah. scratched? I can do that. Or I can make it feel like the hounds of hell are biting your ass. Yeah. I love when I'm playing with somebody and they're like, oh, I could take it harder than that. Like the surprise on their face. I'm like, yeah, because I've been warming you up because I didn't start hard. It's a progression. And the endorphins have just kicked in. So now you can't take a little bit more. It's like having your morphine. You just go, oh. I just, I love the look on their face. Like a very first timer laying on the table, just really, really nervous. And then getting super, super into it. Mm -hmm. I loved the other day. I had a, I had a friend over and he started riding my electro Hitachi. Like, yeah, like it was a Sibian. And the look on his face and the sounds he was making and then it would just hit the electricity and he'd yell at me, which is great. I love when they're like going, I like that toy. Oh, I like that toy. Oh, I need to look into buying it. And all of a sudden they're, where'd you get this? I might want to buy one. Mm -hmm. Where are you going to be next? I want to do this again. Uh, It is a very amazing feeling. I mean, oh, sorry. Yes. No, no, no. It just, you just reminded me of something else. Because you're trying to shake. Yes. I'm just flapping. Kind of going, oh my God, oh my God. How do you feel when people message you and say, hey, as the person who is an expert in this, what should I get? Oh, I have no problem with that. I'm happy to answer those questions. Does it kind of give you that same feeling like, uh, yeah. Well, I, I, I talked about in the class the other day when we were at, you know, talking about asking questions at dungeon events, right? Mm-hmm. And I made a comment about if you want to know about our toys, ask us about our toys. Kingsters will talk about their toys on and hours and hours and hours. We are happy to talk about our toys. And then my friend, Cancer Phase Productions, who makes toys, right, is like, he's typing in the chats going, oh, yeah, we can talk about our toys all damn day. All day. Toys, kinks. I mean, like, seriously, we have each talked about our respective kinks for literal hours. Right. And I think we might need to, I don't know if you've gotten extra toys, but sometime in the next couple of months, we're going to, we may have to do another favorite toys because I've added a few since last time that have moved up the list to favorite toys. And I'm going to be going to a vendor fair on Saturday and then um, at Naughty Noel in November, in December where they're going to have more vendors and I'll be buying more toys. So I have more toys that are now favorites. I, I have a toy that I am uh, commissioning soon from our favorite uh, Sire Dawn Leather. Um, I so, just commissioned one yesterday for well, him. Well, we'll see if I can actually get this in time because I still haven't given him my my stuff to make my second bow, uh, but he did make me a bow and I have to get uh, another toy from him soon but too. But yeah, we might need to do another favorite toys episode because they've changed. Yeah, well, mine haven't changed. These are just extra? My, my, my favorites have changed because I've got new favorites. Oh, I don't have new favorites. I will always have my previous oh, favorites. No. Well, okay, that's not true. The one is new favorite. I mean, I have a couple that are still on the list of new favorites, but of of old favorites. But now I got some that have bumped others off the list. Anyway, we'll we'll figure so, that one. Out. So, um, yeah, I like I how mean, we start the episode during the previous right, episode. Yeah. We can talk about our toys for hours upon hours upon hours. So, yeah, love that. I just like it when people ask, like, random, like, ask for advice about it, like. Can I do this? Well, what about this? Yes, you can do this, 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 and this. And these are the techniques for this, 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 and this. I get asked less about that and more about other things because I also kind of serve as, as 
a community leader. So I get a lot of where should I go? What should I do? Is this a safe venue? Is this not a safe host? Blah, blah, blah. I get a lot of that kind of stuff. Where should I start? Yeah. I always tell people just go to your munch. Yeah, that's usually where I t- tell people too. Especially when the people, I really want to meet you. Come to my munch, right? Like uh, my my time, I'm trying to make plans to see Diesel and it's like, oh my God, when am I going to fit him in to fit him in? Because uh-huh. like that? Yeah, I saw Be- that. Because my schedule is just jam-packed. I've like canceled two things already because I just didn't have time to do them. Yeah. I'm lucky for me, I have a somewhat more relaxed schedule this coming week. So we'll see. Yeah. Well, that's not entirely accurate. It's better than last week. It's just, you know, I wouldn't call it relaxed. And I've got people who are reaching out going, well, can you come to this event so we can actually meet you in person? Unfortunately, I I checked into it. It's the same weekend. I already have plans. Yeah. So I can't, which is a bummer. Um, But for anybody who is interested, Dara, of course, is always doing her demo topping at Risque. Yep. And we'll be there November and December. Yep. I will be there in November to have fun, but I'm not demo topping. <laughs> so come fangirl at us. Um, I will also be at Naughty Noel first weekend in December, which is in Gettysburg, Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. It's an entire convention. So I will be teaching classes. And I will be available for scenes if anybody's interested. I only have one scene lined up so far. I think the next big thing I'm going to is probably just Winter Fire again. Yep. And that will happen in February, Winter Fire. Yep. Dark Odyssey, Winter Fire. We will definitely be there. We're hoping we'll maybe be teaching classes. But even if we don't teach classes, we will be there. Cross your fingers for us. So um, those are places you can come see us. Again, I am happy to do demo topping scenes with you. I will not do a full impact scene that I would do with like my friends, but I am happy to do a demo scene, a, de- a demo type scene with you. Same, same Z's. All right. Um, anything else you want to add about being a demo top? No, that was it. I think we pretty much covered it. Me flapping around my hands like like a bird. Yeah, was... I'm glad I'm all the way back here. That breeze was was harsh. Yeah, you felt it all the way over I there. I felt that all, all the way over six here. whatever feet away from this table. Yeah. <laughs> It's a good thing I didn't knock over the mic again. Oh my god, thank God. That was a mess. <laughs> well, I'm gonna fix it. I'm gonna fix it. I because I am a glutton for punishment, I'm going to redo our studio and go back to the short table where unfortunately my legs will be in reach of Dara's legs for her to kick me. That's the fun part. But Masochist, know, right? Yeah. So it's know, all good. It's Imp- all good. Call it impact play. Yeah, there we go. Non consensual impact. No, no, play. it's consensual because you you change the table, thereby giving me like, implied consent. I think it's more C and C. That's a different episode. Oh, yeah. I'm working on that Shh. one. I promise. Okay, we'll get there. Okay. Thank you so much for hanging out with us today. If you have a question you would like answered or just have a story about the lifestyle you want to share, you can send us a voicemail and maybe it'll be shared in a future episode. Just go to pinkkinkpodcast.com to contact us. Follow us on social media. On Twitter, Instagram, and FetLife, we are Pink Kink Podcast. And on TikTok, we are The Pink Kink Podcast. Join our Facebook group, Pink Kink Podcast, and hang out with other pink kinksters. If you love what we do and are able to support us, we are on Patreon. Just look for us on patreon.com slash pinkkinkpodcast.com. 
and check out our Pink Kink swag available on our website, pinkkinkpodcast.com. Even if you can't show your support financially, there are other ways you can help. You can spread the word about our kinky podcast and tell your friends about us. You can also rate and review Pink Kink Podcast on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. The five-star reviews really help us. And don't forget to subscribe to Pink Kink so you don't miss a minute of the fun. New episodes come out every Friday. So until next time, stay pretty, stay safe, and stay twisted.